from the city that has always been the epicenter of music. The established, the current, and the risers of the true soul of Memphis. This is the Memphis Reverb. Another perfect band for Halloween. It is, uh, I guess, our Halloween show without being a full Halloween show with Fear the Sparrow in the house. They've got movies, they've got music, and they've got uh, talk a whole lot of stuff, especially in their past. Uh, we're not going to judge it up too much, though, guys. I, I promise. We've got a lot of skeletons in the closet. Ooh, spooky. We Yeah, we have a lot of ghosts <laughs> that haunt us, too. Hey, now. <laughs> so... <laughs> Sending vibes for generations. This is the Memphis Reverb. Yeah, this is going to be a blast. I've got Fear the Sparrow in the house. I, I don't think we're going to be playing today, but I don't think we're going to have time to really because we got to talk music. We've got to talk this this thing that's going on, which is this new sound, but it's not new, right? I mean, what you're doing is not inherently new. At no, all. No, not at all. Let everybody know we got Ben in the house. Ben, hi. How are you doing? Great. <laughs> Good. Let's go around the rest of the table. Who else what we got up? in the house? It's Johnny. It's Johnny in the house. How's it going? Jody. Jody's like the dad. Jody. <laughs> we just talked about like the, the releasing the demon of the dad. Yeah. The dad demon. He's got... <laughs> like if... He's just You just did it. He he needs to be behind a bar serving drinks, like mm. slinging the mm. Jody Jody does look like that guy, but I mean, you're the quintessential bassist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the cool dude like hey, if, is it cool Jody if we if we go out like after the show? And if Jody says it's cool, like it's cool, right? I mean, is that how it works? <laughs> like in my head this is how it plays out. I mean, I normally don't ever say no. <laughs> that's that's true. You're the cool man. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if there's a yes to go, I'm like, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, we're 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 talking Fear the Sparrow. Uh, you guys have been a, doing this for a minute, not as Fear the Sparrow, but just playing music for a minute. We oh yeah, off the mic we were talking about uh, the skate park, yeah, and like those those cool venues, the and glory days, the glory days. Yeah, like where you could get away with playing. And making the quote unquote musical mistake, right, at a show, and nobody really batted an eye, right? Mm. Nope. Do you, at all. Do you feel like now you have to be perfect on stage before you even touch the, you know what I mean? Like you before you even touch a light or anything like that, you have to be absolutely tonally everything perfect. And then people are like, okay, they're decent. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, 100%. that's that's yep. just kind of fair. My I'm a perfectionist and so yeah, so yeah, that <laughs> you were always guilty. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I think I think there's a lot of growing up that mm. took place over the years, you know, when you were young and and you just didn't care about anything. You just wanted to strap it on and go. Yeah. You know, but but now as you've gotten older, you've matured. You you want a little older, a little wiser. Yeah, still using the yeah. phrase "strap on," Johnny. All right, <laughs> I was wondering where that was going. Everybody liked it. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> I mean, most people don't dislike it. I mean, <laughs> somebody's getting their kicks. All Man, right. we. I'm sorry, we we're. We have dirty mind, old man, dirty mind. That you know what though, fit right in here, pal. Um, let's let's talk about some of the the return and resurgence of what you guys are bringing. I, I read it was emo meets punk meets power pop kind of thing going on. I and I guess that's a good way to describe it. 
Uh, well, here's the thing. I don't really know how to describe it. So yeah. I just take what I hear other people say yeah. and I'll just keep adding to the list. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to do it. I think the last show we did and it was with Ghosty was, um, oh gosh, what was there? Uh, it was like a dream pop or something like that. And it was like, mm. the hell is that? You it's know? Yeah. We got, we got like 20 hashtags on our musical description. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> it takes up like the whole Instagram <laughs> hashtag count. Right. <laughs> Normally, we just want to rock. Yeah. And that's, I guess, rock would be the most yeah. closest to, you know, like uh, at the heart of it. Right. And But right. you guys have been rockers for a while, like your entire lives, essentially. Um, what is it that you guys each bring to the table when it comes to Fear the Sparrow then? You talking music wise or just experience or? See, all the above. All the above. Um because Ben, you've got a pretty storied career when it comes to you know your your past and bringing that now to the table, you know. So what what is it specifically that you can put your finger on, or can you even put your finger on what you bring to the f- table with Fear the Sparrow? Um, I'd say number one would probably be the main ideas. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, of course, those get fleshed out, added to, subtracted. Sure. You know, once we come into that band environment. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be the number one thing that I bring. He writes great lyrics, too. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> All right. They're stories. Yeah, well, I want to I want to talk about stories, but... I, I think for me, it's probably just the, the influences with all the type of music I've been involved with over the years, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I grew... Well, I grew up, you know, listening to country music and mm-hmm. um, started out playing acoustic guitar and went... Went straight from that into pop music, Michael Jackson <laughs> to to Guns and Roses. You know, I was all over the place. Yeah. So, when well, uh, you're still all over the place, John. I mean, you you sit behind the drums and you sing back, you know, back vocals and everything like that. Which, by the way, the hell you doing back there, man? I, I mean, I don't know. Some I can't. Does it? I don't know how you do it, dude. I mean, like I can't go right hand, left hand, let alone left hand, right hand, and mouth. And feet and everything else. Well, it's hard enough to sing and strum, but much less play drums and right, sing. Right. And sing harmony. Right. 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 My point. It's like, I think, I think I just stumble and fumble until I get there. And then it's just muscle memory from, from yeah. that point. Okay. <laughs> Damn liar. <laughs> He's super talented. He's very modest. Yeah, man. And uh, quit puffing up my tail. <laughs> but it feels good. Oh, thank Peacocking you. over there. Thank you great for that strap on. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but, you know, that I think you're, you know, the country influence, you know, a, a lot of that country, the old school country, especially when you've got a three-part harmony going on, nobody bats an eye. You, in fact, if you don't hear that, you're like, what's wrong with this song? It's terrible. You know? Um, but I think, yeah, I could hear that. You know, absolutely. I mean, I don't, I don't know how much of that actually translates into the, you know, what we're actually doing, but, you know, uh, in terms of drums, you know, it's, mm. it's a drum fill that might show up somewhere that I've heard something similar and something else. Yeah. Or, you know, it, I don't know. Well, and then, Jody, the, the baseline in, into itself isn't necessarily what you would call emo 
back in the day emo, right? I mean, yeah, you could argue that like Coheed, right? And I don't know if you can even lump Coheed camera. See, my emo goes farther back. Like Dashboard and, and like all those guys. Bands are, like the Promise Ring, uh, Mineral, yeah. uh, early Jimmy World. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 90s Jimmy World, yeah. right? Yeah. Before the middle. <laughs> Way before the middle. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was spinning when I was on radio was the middle. And yeah. I was like, oh, here's new Jimmy E World. They're not a new band, but you've never heard of them. <laughs> yeah. New to you. Yeah. New to you band. So, uh, but, but yeah, I can hear like, uh, I don't know what, what flair it is, but it's not that emo, you know, quote unquote, you know, that emo or, or even that punk or even that rock even um, that you're bringing to the table when it comes to the baseline, because I think, you know, you two, and I'm looking, sorry, Ben, I'm looking at <laughs> the heart of what it is the mu- in music um, that everybody feels, right? We, we could sing about everything all day. Ben. Yeah. I, I was a lyricist too. So we can write grandiose opera, but if the heart ain't there, then it just ain't working, no. you know? Um, so I, I don't know what, are you guys like best friends or something? Pretty close. Oh, pretty close. Yeah. For like, what, how many years? Long time. What, like, like one? Seven months. Like one year? Yeah. Seven, <laughs> seven months. <laughs> now, Johnny and I go way back. We went to middle school and high school together. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So. Were y'all in bands the whole time too? No. Really? Yeah. I was ne- I was never in a band until. Um, Your own band. Um. Yeah, maybe maybe a couple of years. There was a there was another another band. Oh, if you, I guess you could call it a band, but yeah, I'm, I started up a band and to have more than one person in it. Yeah, it did. It, it did. But it, you can't say that anymore. You can't say that anymore, though. Um, I mean, now I mean, shoot, look at what uh, you know, Foo Fighters. Dave Grohl is doing. You know, he just does it himself. He's like, can't get anybody else to play with me, so I'll just do it myself. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that's that's kind of how things kind of got going with me. I'd I'd never really taken any interest in starting a band or being in a band. And, mm-hmm. and then uh, a friend of mine just asked me, "Hey, you want to do this?" I'm like, "I don't know. Let's, let's see what happens." And before we knew it, we had people asking to play with us and wow. put, a, put together a band. So we were like, "Okay, let's try it out and see what happens." And so, how does this come about? Like, how does Fear the Sparrow, how does that come about? Somebody calls somebody else and is like, hey, you doing anything? And like, nah, you want to come over and play? Like, oh, not really at all. This is, so I'll try to keep this story short because it is pretty long. <clears throat> long story short, uh, the band that I was in in the early 2000s called Starliner, uh, once we ended. Uh, now, you I, guys were signed. Starliner was signed. No. And- no. no. Okay. No, we were being shopped at the okay. time okay. to like wind up. Uh, I know they had some interest. We had a little bit of interest in like Columbia. We went to like a, a, a thing at the Daisy and then, that A and R meeting kind of thing, yeah, where which was like complete should've... garbage. Yeah. Oh. But it was <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that. Call it like it is. It's yeah. A, it was. <laughs> it was like, hey, come walk around and talk to us, and yeah. we're not going to do anything for you anyway. Right. So, uh, the music industry was tanking at the time. And Mm-hmm. We just, anyways. So I quit music. I went off and did other things and uh, not music related. And um, what was it around 2017? Um, we put my wife and I put our, my step son in the school of rock. Mm. And he got really involved with that. So now I'm back around music. And now you're like, Oh God, he's I miss it. He's getting the itch. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, Oh God, I miss it. Man, he's having so much fun just playing <laughs> shit. 
crap covers. Yeah, right. And I'm like, I was like, yeah. What, so, what's, what am I missing? And I'm missing something and I pick him up and I'm jealous of him. Why yeah. am I? Yeah. Because I, I was bitter for years because this yeah. whole thing ended. Yeah. And I'm like, this can be fun again. Yeah. And so I called our old drummer up and our old lead guitar player. And I was like, hey, you know, when we broke up, we left a lot of good songs on the table that we never got to record because we were doing all of our stuff at Artist Studios mm. with uh, Pete Matthews, who was uh, over there, who may or may not have something to do with Evanescence. Yeah. Still be determined on that yeah, one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'll have to ask him one so, day, like just finally corner him, just be like, all right, what, 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 what's up? What's up with yeah, that? Yeah. Cause his name's not on it. No. Right. But, but he knows all about it. Yeah. Yeah. He was there. Oh no. He was in the room at least. So, um, I was like, what, if, what if we just did like two songs just for fun and go record it somewhere. Mm-hmm. And they were like, all right, sure. We still do this. Problem was Evan, the drummer lives in little rock. Mm-hmm. Daniel is a, an attorney, like a high profile <laughs> medical attorney. Yeah. Doesn't have a lot of time, obviously. Yeah, right. So we just kind of practiced on our own. Um, I met back up with David Cowell, mm-hmm. presented him with this. And I was like, Hey, this is what we wanted. How much is it going to cost? Yeah. And we made it happen. And one of the songs called Critical that we recorded ended up or turned out to be like really, really good. Yeah. This was over in the British uh, alternative scene yeah. where yeah. it's like yeah. number one over there for, yeah. for a minute. I don't know how I don't know how like how valid or well, awesome that is. You know, but. <laughs> listen, you know, off mic, we were talking about how the world of radio has changed. It's mm-hmm. evolved. It's not mom and dad's radio where you sit in the car and go, here's what's up next, folks. You know, that right. kind of thing anymore. It's dead. That's gone. But this Internet radio thing is a valid thing. Like, yeah. it's, a, it's a thing. It exists, you know. And uh, to be number one is pretty damn good, especially over in the pond where alt rock and that kind of stuff is still very vibrant. Yeah. You know. So, I don't, I don't know. I still have, like, that's cool. No, yeah, it's but, cool. <laughs> I mean, but... Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so this so this group of guys gets then how, how because they're here kind of thing. It's uh, well, I was like guilty by proxy kind of thing. I was like, well, <laughs> now now after recording this and seeing how well it turned out, I'm yeah. like, man, maybe I want to do something like create another band for fun. Mm. So I started looking around again. You know, I've been out of loop for so long. Yeah. Who's available? Who's not available? Trying to work my old connections and friends. Who's like, alive? Who's- yeah, who's still alive? <laughs> um, and him, me and Johnny, I've always kind of, during this time, we were just, he was already in a band, mm-hmm. his own band. Um, and we we're just kind of going back and forth. And finally, I was looking for a lead guitar player. And he, he, just was like, I'm not a lead player. I'm not a true lead player. Right. Blah, blah, blah. And I was, and eventually we were like, well, let's just get together and, and mess around. And I eventually found a drummer. We tried out one or two drummers and that didn't go so well. And then randomly he goes, Hey, you know, I play drums, right? And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I did not know this. You this is nice drums. to me. This yeah. is cool. All right. So, so he really is Dave Grohl is, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. I wish, man. Don't, don't compare me to Dave. <laughs> don't compare pretty, me to Dave. Okay, man. pretty That's, damn close <laughs> is what we're saying. So uh, we were like, all right, hardest part's down. Found a drummer. Yeah. Done. Yeah. 
So, and we went through a couple of other guitar players and bass players until this lineup and this lineup, like, I'm really happy with this lineup. Yeah. Uh, I, I could see it. it. Like, you know, how you can just tell in band photos where, <laughs> um, people are getting along, you know what I right. mean? Stylistically, they match, uh, personality wise, even though it's a still, you can tell. You know, yeah. you can just read eyes and because I'm going to have to go look at that picture again. Somebody, <laughs> somebody doesn't want to be there. You know, those photos kind of thing. You know, uh, but but I don't necessarily see that with with you guys. I You know, it's it's kind of fun and almost um, breath of fresh air that this scene isn't dead in, in Memphis. You know, it's kind of reassuring almost. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that I somehow something will happen and it kind of resurrects itself. Yes. Well, you know, going back to what we were talking about just a second ago with, with the internet radio and everything like that, you know, uh, what would that look like to you? You know, like what would resurrection of the alt rock scene in Memphis look like to you? Is it like we're pumping out, you know, acts after acts like we were you yeah. know i think back to like i think the last big one was i guess shine down with zach and, and the guys but um you got the band camino right band now. camino is is you know hellfire and brimstone kicking yeah. it you know um and, and there's a few julian baker <laughs> there's another one but they all leave well Here's the thing. No one ever really leaves. No, no, they don't. Which is why I, I started this show, pal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've, I've left three, two times and have come back. It were boomerangs. You know, I, Memphis. I left are- and moved to Phoenix for six years and moved back. You got tired of bacon is what you did. I did. It was hot as balls. <laughs> yeah, you got, was, you got tired of that oven. Nice alternative preset. choice. Yeah. <laughs> I figured PG thirteen to ball one, <laughs> one or two. That's your your. That's my best dad. <laughs> thing all right, man. Our limits up. So <laughs> thanks when, for using them all, Jimmy. And that, you're done. Uh, but no, I mean, I mean, what what does that look like? Does that mean like you know? Because I don't think in act after act, artist after artist on the show comes in and says. I don't want to be signed that, you know, what we were fighting for. And I say we, because you were in band, we were all in bands, you know, back in the day. Yeah. That's what musicians aspired to. You had to be signed. And, and I mean, you know, everybody who didn't, you would hate on the band that did you sold out, you sell outs, you know, and, and you'd give, you know, snub your nose, but deep down inside you wanted that too. Oh yeah. I mean, that's crap too. Yeah. That's what you Wait, were doing it for. But at the same time, you really, once you got there, you really didn't know what you were in for. Yeah. And it wasn't all good. Everybody <laughs> I knew that got signed, man, they were like, they hated it. They were, yeah. they were miserable. They got shafted by the label. I mean, time after time. Time If after you time. like being told what to do almost every second of the day, yeah. and you know this. Yeah. When to do it, how to do mm-hmm. it, and what, how much you need of it. You know, and that's the other thing. When you're told to write, you can't write. When you're told to play, it's tough. Yeah. But all of a sudden, when it's all gone, you're like, you're doing it in your sleep. You miss it. Yeah. Yeah, You You know, you you start fiending for that. So uh, is that something that you guys are aspiring now? Do you feel like, hey, you know what? Probably need the label. We we need to shop this stuff or, you know, what what is it about Fear the Sparrow now that you're pushing for? Label? No. All all the label is is a bank now that you're just going (laughs) to. Oh, your money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've I've got my own slight personal debt, you know, being a homeowner and a car owner and all that stuff. So I don't really 
really need any more. We're old, man. <laughs> I don't want to owe the label, too. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, those days are over. Yeah. Um, you know, since we're we're older and mature, like we can we can fund things that we need to ourselves. Mm. Um, so we're pretty self-sufficient. Um, the end game for this band um it's kind of evolved over time. Mm. I think now, without talking to these guys, <laughs> that you, you are now. I have talked to Corbin about this yeah. just, just an hour ago, but I think like uh, when we're going to take the rest of the year mm-hmm. to really like hunker down on how, we, we've got a bunch of songs. How are we going to push these songs out? Let's mm. come up with a very detailed, organized plan. <laughs> From the stuff that I have gathered from people in the industry, such as my brother and, mm-hmm. and some of his connections and stuff. Um, well, somebody's going to read your name and automatically think your brother is like the actor. I'm just letting you know. There, <laughs> he, we could be related. <laughs> He's Venom. He's Venom. Well, we Tom are. Party is Tom Hardy is. Yeah, BA. Yeah. He's a BA. I would just say we're related just to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, ever. Tom Hardy, yes. Ed Hardy, negative. Okay. All right. We just <laughs> clear that out real quick. Uh, but these, there's another Ben Hardy that's an actor, and he mm, played the yeah. drummer in um, the uh, Queen documentary. Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian yeah, Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Yeah. Rhapsody. He was the drummer. Mm. Wasn't me, though. Wasn't you. Are you sure? <laughs> Not telling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> DVD. Uh, but okay, so. So uh, let's talk about writing because uh, essentially all artists were given this year of nothingness to just sit and sulk and do nothing. Um, a lot of people found that time to sit and write. I, I mean, you know, listen, every artist that's come in here is like, well, yeah, we, we just wrote, you know, we just practiced. We just, you know, honed craft kind of thing. Um, some people didn't. And some people went the complete opposite way and said, you know what? We're going to find a new alternative way to play, <laughs> you know, and it got really weird, like the Internet shows and stuff like that. Right. You guys kind of did two to a point and and i want to bring up uh first let's just talk about the writing and then we can talk about the creative that came out of it too okay um so the writing that came out of the pandemic era which i guess we're kind of still in it but not really we're we're whatever but it's weird it's weird time right it's complicated Why'd you have to go and make things so complicated? When you go to the world's Facebook, it says it's complicated. (laughs) That's its relationship status. (laughs) Well, yeah. So how complicated is it with Fear the Sparrow? Like, uh, you know, did it did anything kind of say, okay, we got to figure something out or was it? All right, guys, now we go into this gear or, or what was it? Well, it was almost like a blessing in disguise. Mm even though that that pandemic is not a blessing. Yeah. Let, let's, but, okay. Let's but, just, let me preface that. Listen, <laughs> hey, you can talk to anybody and everybody has that same kind of, listen, I don't want to say it was good, but pandemic was kind of the best thing that ever happened to me, you know? And, and to me personally, that's kind of how it was for me too. I think we all are feeling that it forced me to stop. I'm workaholic, you know, but it forced me to stop. What did it do for you guys? So, we actually lost two band members during this time. So it gave us a chance to really regroup and die. 
They just. They just, <laughs> <laughs> just want to put that out there. Yeah. They're still alive. Fear the Sparrow got COVID and yeah. lost her. So, no, they did not die. They, they just shed feathers. They are two other musicians that started to, or one started a project with his fiance, and then the other one, uh, I don't really know what what's going on. Reevaluated things. Yeah, yeah, it did. And so we were like, okay, so we're not. We're only 50% of the band right now. We'll find new people, which we did. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, sort of. You found 25% of that 50, but it seems to work out okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Johnny, um, he got me into like, uh, he conned me into buying like recording equipment. He built me a computer and everything. And, uh, so we started just doing demos from that. Yeah. Uh, cause he has all he, where we practice is his studio. Okay. Garage. Uh, garage. <laughs> it's not garage. There's no cars in there. It's carpeted. <laughs> so, it's, a studio. it's a studio. It's a studio. <laughs> um, it's where the garage should be. Yeah. Okay. 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 We'll do yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so he knew all about it and he got me into it and then I took off with it. I'm not very good at it, but I can get the ideas across. Mm-hmm. They sound um, fantastic. Yes. Well, <laughs> here's the thing, guys. Uh, I, I don't think you need to go back to the studio. Like, honestly, yeah, don't just tell David Cowell that. I'm just saying, <laughs> listen, hey, five years ago, this place wouldn't have existed. I mean, look at the stuff that we're doing here. You know what I mean? And look right. what you're doing in your studio. Well, I, I don't I don't disagree, but I, I got to I got to step out and say that. The studio, man. Yeah, stuff David, David Cowell. I, I love being in notch. there. There's just something we about can, that. We can, yeah. we can do some pretty decent demos. Yeah. We can we can have a really good finished product there. But, man, having David Cowell's touch on it is, mm-hmm. man, it's it's sweet. Plus, going it, back to what you said, that, that vibe. The vibe yeah. is awesome. Yeah. The vibe yeah. of being in that studio really brings it out. And, and like, he's one of my dearest friends too so and i don't get to see him a whole bunch so any that week or two weeks or whatever we're in there it's like we can be totally immature little kids Mm -hmm. and just do stupid stuff and say stupid stuff and it gets recorded and uh, Mm -hmm. we'll spend very little time on recording music because we've done all the pre-production ahead of time right and it's just goofing off and eating Mm -hmm. so Mm. Uh, you know, listen, uh, there's bands that come in here and say that that's the way to go, you know, where you sit at home, you do it take after take after take until it's a plus perfect. You don't have to worry about studio costs because it's paying for itself at this point. Or or you get, you know, you guys coming in here and says, wait a minute, you're missing the point. <laughs> it's there's a, there's a vibe. There's a there's a ghost yeah. in the room that has to be there in order for it to feel right. You know, Dave puts the ear candy in like we call it, you know, he puts the stuff in. We wouldn't felt. Yeah. He hears stuff that we, we don't hear and really brings brings some good ideas, but it just depends on the band Mm -hmm. who you are, which way you want to go with as far as like being in the studio or doing it yourself. Yeah. I kind of think we got the best of both, both worlds. Honestly, Mm -hmm. Uh, if we wanted to release something, we could do that. We could go between him and I, yeah, we can make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and maybe one day we will. We'll fear the Sparrow Garage sessions. Yeah, <laughs> it's possible. Uh, but I don't think you could come up with the movie, uh, the hum, <laughs> right? Uh, in from the garage, or or maybe I guess you could. That was 
pretty pretty amazing yeah, yeah. That that, those were our friends at station eight that helped us put the, that together so I'm, I'm referring to the live how, how do you describe it it's, the it's a, live, we call it a cinematic um concert film and and it's really cool because it's a it's a film i mean it's a movie yeah you know um and it kind of reminds me of the where the album would tell the story and and it's a whole listening soundscape because that's what it is. But there's a visual to it, too, which right. is is really kind of unique into itself. You know, I uh, even off the top of my head, can't really pinpoint where a band has done that minus like your docuseries or or, or your um, what what's been done with like Rocket Man. Right. With El- the Elton John right. songs yeah. and stuff like that, where they kind of force it in. You know, right. or even like the Beatles songs where they kind of force them together. This um, is Spinal Tap. This <laughs> maybe, yeah, this is Spinal Tap where the songs actually mean something to the to the story arc. But this one is is unique into itself where the songs are telling the story. Right. And so it's, it's part of the dialogue from a response of from the girl that's in it. Is it, It's kind of a response to that. Right. Hmm. Oh. So where does that, how does that come about? Like. Whose filthy mind does that stem from? This is, what, hap- bored. Yeah, this yeah. is what happens <laughs> when I sit at home during a pandemic <laughs> and I have too, way too much time to think. Yeah. Um, so for you, it was great. <laughs> so I have this weird fascination with like the 1920s and the prohibition era mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And I'm into the whole gangster, blah, blah, blah. I love going to Chicago and seeing all that stuff. And I think 20s rock is uh, is what I saw. Couple, <laughs> 20s rock. <laughs> 20s and I'm like, well. And we're kind of like time travelers. We're like going back in time and doing this. And then the, but the music's modern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Teaching the flappers how to rock. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, back in the day, see, and it's just like a, it's a dramatic kind of love story. Um, actually, one of the one of the characters, like she's actually everybody thought that we were the dead ones, but actually she was the dead one, and she's going through this. Regret. Spoiler alert! Yeah. Thanks, Ben. Well, that's fine. It's all out now. <laughs> oh, I guess. So. Um, I mean, when when does the spoiler thing go away? You know, do you, can you spoil like you know, the first trilogy? Does does that matter anymore? Or if you haven't seen it by now, that's a good question. Not going to. When when did the spoiler the spoilers lift? <laughs> I don't. I never thought of that. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so spoiler warning if you haven't seen it the hum yet but well you need to see it anyway yeah it. <laughs> it's good and, and and i don't the thing is is you could listen to the music separately mm. and i think still get the same vibe yeah and that's kind of what we did when we loaded it up on spotify yeah you you couldn't get the visual so i went back in and edited some of the dialogue mm-hmm. and pieced it in before and after the each song so you get a little bit of a taste yeah i was wondering how uh because i listened to the whole thing on spotify but got the video separately and it was almost like a completely different experience but it was closer to the same you know what i mean like it was and that's kind of the point yeah right right you get a different listening experience uh it is on spotify uh what's it officially titled i i forget it it's called the hum the hum. live at the eight. Okay. And that's, that's the title that, uh, you know, that appears on, cause that, this is filmed by station eight productions and I okay. Um, All right. The subtitle to it would be, um, uh, theft of me, which is actually one of the songs. And actually these songs are, are kind of reimagined versions of the real stuff. Like the rock, the rock, the rock versions. versions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we stripped them down. Here's, here's a little bit of uh, a taste of theft of me. She said, let's go dance. 
there's theft of me. And, and of course, that's on this cinematic music event is what I'm going to call it, because okay. that's what I wrote in my notes. I was like, yeah, it's a, it's a cinematic music concert, but it's less of a concert. It's more of a this and that. And I'm like, like maybe we got about 20 hashtags for that, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Funny how that worked, right? Uh, do you find it hard to, to come up with the hashtags? Am I the only one that's like, I, and I'm, it's supposed to be my era, you know, where I'm like, I don't know what the hell to call this. You know, ironically, I'm not even on that stuff. Really? Yeah. It, it's, it's, yeah, I find it challenging sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, because Ben is a busy little bee. Yeah, well, on my thumbs uh, hurt. <laughs> uh, do you do TikTok get a, too? Get a close up of his thumbs. His thumbs are bigger than his palms. <laughs> Actually, the my palms are bigger than all my fingers. <laughs> uh, do it. We have a band TikTok, and we don't do a whole lot with it yet. I do have ideas for it um, in the future, but it's nothing like the stupid Applebee's song dances. Oh my that, God. That, like that annoys me. Like, I'm sorry. I'm old. I can't, I can't get on it, dude, for that reason. And, and people are like, Oh no, you discover more music. I'm like, the only thing I discover on TikTok is things that annoy me. I have never just, like, I check it every day, but I've never discovered new music off of TikTok. And I'm like, what, what the hell is this? <laughs> or are people falling off of milk crates? And I'm like, y'all are idiots. Sorry. The most of them morbid, but And, most and it's, it's mostly females. Yeah. Um, so. Whatever. I can't dance. I don't look like that. I can't move <laughs> like that. Um, don't sell yourself short. <laughs> so, Coming from the bassist. Boom. <laughs> a lot of the, a lot of the ideas that are forthcoming, um, kind of stem from or where our social media presence will stem from that cinematic mm-hmm. concert film. Yeah. The, this, this whole, like it, you, you'll see a lot of fedoras, you'll see a lot of suits and you'll see a lot of, well, I guess the jackets are off, but um, you they know, get, this, they get a little hot. Yeah. Twenties rock <laughs> thing going on. Well, uh, speaking of uh, getting hot, we're going to go back to the music because uh, I want to go all the way back to Hollywood. Okay. Um, and, and we, we can talk about that one too, but um, you guys recently did a show. Um, this is uh, outskirts of the pandemic, uh, Cooper Young Festival, yes. which is notoriously super sweaty, hot festival where you cook inside the microwave that is the stage because everything is, by the way. I love Cooper Young Festival. I love emceeing that show. Uh, I, I, I love the bands that are always there. But whose bright idea was it to make the stage black? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think, I we think really just, need to have a discussion here. <laughs> uh, you know, it's a terrible idea. <laughs> was it black? I don't remember. I, I think it was. The stage floor is always black. But you know what? We had it was covered. It was though. covered, yeah. and and it was not sunny that day. It was, in fact, it was supposed to be raining. Most yeah, of the day, we right? got Most we got lucky. Yeah, like it stopped for us. Now I will say this: having playing inside a covered tent. Is the worst sound idea yeah. of all time because yeah. that all the sounds mixed together and get whirling around wah, there. Wah, 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 wah. Uh, yeah, it starts to feel like it's going to explode. They won't let you wear in ears, so I couldn't wear my in ears. So yeah, oh, it, was, wow. it was it was it was back to the old school. Yeah, with monitors and stage sound, which is but we had a blast. And you start it's wishing great. and praying that you're in in the right because your ears start shutting off at a point, right? Uh, when you start playing those shows, I don't know if you guys are like me, my ears start shutting off because it's, it just, 
overload kind of thing. Yeah, I guess if the decibel. Oh, yeah. It's like when you're riding down the interstate and somebody cracks that window and it gets mm. that wobble until you open up the next one. <laughs> yeah, right. That, yeah. yeah, it's kind of like what it's yeah. like. <laughs> Definitely. Mostly, mostly muscle. Great description, Ben. Thank you. That is a really great description because everybody knew exactly what you were talking about. And in fact, I do it all the time. Damn. And you're like, ah. Yeah. Put the window back up. Was it fun playing post pandemic? I mean, like the crowd, how was it? Was it, it was did it feel good? People. Yeah. That yeah, was a lot of people. Um, the more, the longer our scent went, the more and more people started coming up. Yeah. Uh, but you mentioned hot. Yeah. That, that, yeah. Ooh. I think I was, you and I were covered from head. Like, they did provide there was, towels. I, 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 was I, nice. I went in with yeah. a light gray shirt and came out, and it was. Uh, <laughs> It was completely. I think. I think I might have found a a little bitty button-sized dry spot. Dry spot on on my shirt. Yeah. Yeah. The humidity. It was just crazy. Yeah. It's brutal. It took me three or four hours to dry out. (laughs) Soggy shoes. It it. It was. It was like my pants are ruined. (laughs) Like salt stains. Talk about swamp ass. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You just throw it all away. You just say, you know what? I could wash it, but. This is probably the best option here. Uh, I felt I felt sorry for Ben's new uh, passenger seat in his vehicle. Just slide right out of it. Oh, <laughs> we saw I, the car. I wiggled in that seat too. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, so let's go back to Hollywood. Let's talk, talk more music. Uh, let's go back to Hollywood. That one is is totally not um, this this twenties rock vibe to it. There's neon lights behind you. You know the glow sticks and stuff yeah. all, all behind you. Hollywood is is its own vibe. If you will, um, th- what's the mindset there? Because I mean, this is one of your first songs, I guess, as Fear the Sparrow, right? Yeah, I was gonna say that's probably our starting point for me, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's actually we actually started working on that song first before we even touched Critical. Yeah, before we had a full band put yeah. together. Yeah, that was that was, wow, that was the one. And it, because that one sounds the most put together. So I guess that makes sense. That that was a five minute song right there. I mean, like we came up with it in like five minutes. I hate you guys. This is man. Mm. I can't do that. Like that that's not inherently in me. Maybe that's why I got out of it and started talking for a living. Every once in a while it'll happen. It's yeah. not too often, but yeah, that one was that was that was cooking and ready to go. Critical. Then, uh, so you started working on Hollywood. That one's done and dusted. And you're like, oh, whatever. We, that one's too easy. Let's work on a, a harder one with Critical, and then you move yeah. on or. Yeah, kind of oh. like that. Well, critical, critical came first. Right, we just we, we as a band, we we, we just didn't we did really Hollywood start. First. We didn't I'm, jump into that one. That's so. what I mean, like writing wise. Like yeah. writing Hollywood came first, then critical. Yeah, but, but you released critical and then Hollywood. Well, okay, so I wrote critical. Critical is an old Starliner song. Okay, that was remade. That got me back into music. Okay, okay, I'm following now. And I brought that song with me to this band uh, as okay. kind of like a Kickstarter. Uh, I see. But once we started getting the band together, because that's a harder song, we started with Hollywood. Mm. It was a little bit easier, more straight up, and and had a little bit more rock to it. Yeah, yeah. And stuff. So yeah, it was kind of flip flop. We, we've talked theft of me. Um, uh, let's talk the the big one that everybody seems to just gravitate towards, and that's drunk and dumb. Uh, what is it about drunk and dumb? I love it too. I don't know what it is about that damn song. Maybe it goes back to the country, you know, kind of thing where you know you, you call it like you see it, kind of lyrics, kind of thing. Or what is it about drunk and dumb though that you think that everybody's like, you know, into? <laughs> 
I don't. <laughs> my wife. That's my wife's favorite song. Um, well, that was the one you you wrote that on on acoustic, didn't you? I wrote it the same time as Hollywood. Those two songs I wrote by myself before the band Fear the Sparrow, and those two songs just went together. Drunk and dumb. And um, I don't know, man. Like it, that was the one that almost didn't happen. You were. Oh yeah, yeah. You were having some some serious thoughts about that when you just because you can play that song and it can sound super country. Yeah, and then you can turn around and we turn it into like a real rock and roll song. Yeah, and I think that mm. with that energy of being like rock and roll, and then I don't, I like the lyrics a whole lot because I think so many people have been in some sort of situation like that where you're just like, well, like I said, I can't get over this person. And I'm like, I'm finding myself doing dumb things (laughs) and what I'm finding out. I don't really want to know, but I'm finding it out anyway. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and I think that goes back to what I said there country kind of feel where you call it, like you see it and where everybody is this way, but it's not played that way. It's a rock and roll song. I mean, it is fear the sparrow, yeah. you know, um, I, I understand your hesitation there then where if you're writing it on acoustic, if you played that acoustic, I'd be like, okay, that's a really, I do have a demo of it. And it sounds super country. It's a like banging country. original. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's oh, fun. I'd love to hear that. <laughs> I really would. I think I really would love to hear that it just is. because that would be complete left field. If, if you guys are playing, Right, your typical th- fear of the sparrow, and all of a sudden Ben steps up there with that. Hey, y'all, watch this, you know. And excuse me, <laughs> you know, kind of that. all about. it needs is a banjo and a slide. Yeah, and we're good. <laughs> I, well, I remember, I remember. Uh, so I remember when you played me your demo idea for that song. He he played it, and yeah, he was he was having a second second thoughts on it, and and I heard it, and I'm like. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Don't don't toss this one out yet. Yeah. Let's let's, let's do something with that. And and that was when when I heard um kind of kind of the beginning how that how that song comes in just kind of yeah. abruptly. Yeah. I'm like, dude, this is this is a rock song. This is not this is not country as you're as you're hearing as it. You're hearing, this is yeah. this is totally a fear of the sparrow song. Here's here's what we're talking about. Here's drunk and dumb. Here's a, just a little bit. I get it, but I also get that it's not a country song. I get it. You know, it makes sense. You could, if this was presented by any other band, I'd been like, okay, well, you're trying too hard, but it's not, you know, it doesn't feel like it's trying. And and that's where you go back to the, the, the reworked version we did for the, for the cinematic Mm, show. You know, you hear, you hear that as a, it's, it's a rock country. song. It's well, rock you hear rock. it as a country song. Oh yeah, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, in, the, in the in the cinematic, we so go check that out. YouTube, yeah. YouTube. Right. Fear the Sparrow. Um, the the last song I want to talk about is is a song that I'm going to be honest with you. I I thought it was more of a vibe than a song, and that was Tidal Wave. Mm. Uh, yeah, so you that's... know, it's it's not necessarily like one that I would have immediately gravitated towards. But it's one that I can find myself just leaving on kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like 
it's uh, for me, I listened to it while I was driving. So this helped that feeling a lot, but I could leave it on while I was driving the entire way and never bat an eye. Right. So that song, um, kind of doesn't fit the theme of where we're at. Mm -hmm. So this one's going to be released first as kind of like it's separate entity thing. So it's too good not to release. I I agree with you, but, but I'm with you. It's not, personally one of my favorite songs that we do it's, I'm not saying that I don't like it you know that, that's not what I'm saying at all it's just yeah you're right it's not uh, in that grain that we've kind of grown accustomed to with Fear of the Sparrow it, Tidal Wave is, it has its own little unique quality if you will uh, so where does here's, here's a little bit of Tidal Wave before we get going too deep into it Off mic, I just said, listen, I listened to Drunk and Dumb, and then I listened to this song, and I was like, wait, what, did I hit something wrong? Because it was like, uh, it's not your, like I said, the the in the grain kind of what, yeah, what so we what, were used to. So what you're hearing is like, you know, Tidal Wave is kind of an older song, so when you hear that one, if you hear that one first and then hear like uh, Drunk and Dumb, you're kind of hearing the growth and the... Mm you know, maturation of fear the sparrow right then and there. Right. You see the kind of the direction that's to me, what defines if we had to pick a song that is fear the sparrow right now, it's, it is drunk and dumb, but mm. you know, Tidal Wave's got its own little thing going on. It's cool. It's cool. I, I like it. You yeah. know, it's, it's, uh, it's hard not to like, I think you'll like the cover. Art. This will be the, this will come out here at the beginning of the year. Uh, I think you'll like the cover art for it. It's, okay. it's very, uh, <sighs> We're kind of doing like old throwback album covers. Oh, cool. And uh, so that's going to kind of be a theme that carries out okay. as well. But uh, this one's very Beach Boysy. Oh, all right. So I, you know what? I It takes me back to the Hollywood thing where y'all were spoofing like the OC. Uh, not, uh, not a 2 <laughs> <not a two laughs> <one of. laughs> Yeah. So we got in trouble for that by Instagram. Did, did you? What? Yeah, we did. Oh, wow. Yeah. The terms of service or whatever was a copyright that, thing. And then we got in trouble for the Hum uh, Live at Station 8 album cover. Uh, Why? Because it has a lit cigarette in it. What? You cannot show smoking, like an act of smoking cigarette or cigar in in images. Yeah. That's weird. So you got that one got banned. Wasn't <laughs> it in an ashtray? Yeah. Yeah, but it was lit. And you oh. see the smoke. Um But yeah, nobody's smoking it. Nobody's actively smoking it. Mm. That doesn't mean anything. No. Could be an incense. Could yeah, it could be an anything. <laughs> Get me to fight your there battle. Was, there's a lot of I think there was a scene where she took a puff though. Uh, yeah, she, there was a scene where she was holding it. No, but this is the album cover. The album cover oh, the is album what he's saying. Cover. Yeah, yeah. this is the album okay. cover. So, yeah, I got I got a nice little cease and desist there. Well, email from Facebook <laughs> and Instagram saying this is a no no, and this is why it's a no no. Listen here, Mark Zuckerberg, you got bigger problems than a lit cigarette. Yeah, I'm like, really, dude? <laughs> I mean, I get it. You know, I get it. Whatever. He's one of those lizard people, anyways. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like right there with Elon naming his child Xerox or something. I don't know. Anyway. Like, um, <laughs> Xerox. I'm waiting for MySpace to come back. <laughs> Me too. Man, I looked for it the other day. I was like, maybe it's back. Well, they tried, didn't they? They they tried there for a minute. Justin Timberlake and all those musicians bought into MySpace. And what did they do with it? It's like his golf course. Got rid- <laughs> come on, Tom. <laughs> Bring it back. Yeah, with we, the white we, where's Tom when you need him? Man. Uh, speaking of where you need it and when you need it, we got a top five list to talk about. And uh, also some things that are on, around the pipe for you guys. Uh, that's all next. This is the Memphis Reverb. From pitch to the center circle studio, Tim Van Horn goes studs up into the soccer world where no one is safe. <laughs> Check out the latest episodes at my3subspodcast.com and on the iHeartRadio app. Made in Memphis. This is the Memphis Reverb. It's a round robin top five, and I am so here for it. Fear the Sparrow top five. Let's get it on. We're counting them down. Countdown. All right, we're gonna go five, 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 four, 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 three, three. Yeah, then that then, that whole thing. Okay, and I guess we're gonna start over there to my left with Johnny. Uh, five songs you're rocking right now, sir. Let's go with number five. All right, number five. Uh, I'm gonna. S- I think I'm gonna start with an old favorite of mine, Five Iron Frenzy. Whoa! Mm. All Five right. Iron Frenzy. They uh they they reunited uh I think back in 2013, 2014, put out a new album yeah. after a long time, and they've got this song called uh, Zen in the Art of Xenophobia. There's a lot of Z's in that, Johnny. Uh <laughs> Or X's. It's X's. Yeah. <laughs> Spelling is my middle name too. <laughs> Guys with the McBX at Nashville four or five years ago. Liar. Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. Great lying. Five guys are to- totally no. lying. Hey, yeah. why does why does Five Finger Death Punch get so, so much shit? Because uh, they're like the Nickelback of because they're putting their fingers in yeah. certain holes. They're five fingers, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's not terrible, but they're they're like treat they're the Nickelback of metal. You know, look, I, full disclosure, I love Nickelback. Yeah, they're I'm, not bad. I mean, I, they're, they're, not, not they're not on my list. No, but it, except the photograph song. That's the only song. That drives well, me that's nuts. that's but, the song that I think did Nickelback. I, I actually I like, saw somebody like did a pop punk version of photograph. photograph. It was actually really good. I've watched some of their live yeah, stuff like, and, and they're tight, man. Yeah. They're solid. They yeah, are. they're solid. Uh, I, can, I cannot get on board with this. <laughs> 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 okay, back to the countdown. Uh, Jody, you're number five, sir. <laughs> I'm a huge face-to-face fan, and, and uh, I've been listening to their new album, No Out But Through, and that's one of their, like the title, one of the title songs. So. All right. I love go. that song. You, you also got them tattooed on your buttocks, right? I don't, actually. If, but like one says face, and the other, one cheek says face, the other one says so face. Right there in the crack is his too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I know that. I mean, I know how you know that. (laughs) Did you need a breath mint afterwards? You did. Okay. (laughs) 
Boys top five or number five face to face. No, no way, way out, out but through. through. Uh, that's number five. Ben, it's to you, sir. Number five. Man, so I'm going old school here. Here you go. I remember hearing this song when 90, was it 90? It was 96X. It was still a pirate station. Ooh. And they used to wear this song out. I loved it. You know, 96X is back. It's an internet thing now, but it's back, oh, really? man. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's playing B, B record, you know, B stuff. And it's like old school 96X where I was like, excuse me, sir, but it's only on the internet. It's great. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. So I don't know. This song, I could see us potentially covering this and making it our thing. Okay. Eventually. It's a head on by the Jesus and Mary Chain. a cool cover dude not even gonna lie that'd be fun uh all right going on back to johnny here number four sir uh yeah i'm gonna pull out a little bit of the mayday parade oh nice. yeah gonna go go mayday parade and go with uh jamie all over nice mm. that's a good one i know that's why i chose it <laughs> <laughs> Jamie once. My wife's name is Jamie, so I get all over her. Oh, all that's time. Oh. it. Was your wife? The guy? Oh, the guy? The guy? Jamie? Was it Jamie who had a gun? Or J- the Jamie the guy? The guy, Jamie he, the guy? The one he was on was the guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie to Jamie. Oh man, uh, we know how to dig out of a hole, Jody. Uh, <laughs> no, number four for you, sir. The interrupters. If you mm. Those guys uh, mm-hmm. take back, but take back the power. Number four. What's your plan for tomorrow? Are you a leader or will you follow? Are you a fighter or will you cower? It's our time to take back the power. What's your plan for tomorrow? Interrupters. I, that's a great band name, right? Yeah, it is. Evidently, the singer's name's Amy Interrupter. I guess she changed it like, uh, <laughs> oh, like, like, like Joy Ramone. Like oh, okay. Kanye just changed his name to Ye? Yeah. 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 <laughs> or I'm like, yeah. this is what's happening? Or, or like yeah. Kevin Seconds of Seven You seconds. get divorced yeah. and you yeah. just, no, you just yeah, yeah. subtract letters off your name. <laughs> <laughs> I guess she took the letters too out of the yeah. divorce. <laughs> the divorce, yeah. Well, the letters and the He'll papers. A, I own those letters. He'll be a symbol soon. <laughs> He's no prince. He's me. no prince, he but he's no gonna prince. try. He's <laughs> gonna get, he's gonna tell everybody he is for sure. <laughs> right. He took his money and his letters. Then <laughs> <laughs> so. we're on to your four, sir. Who is All right. it? Number four is I Lied by Lord Huron.
hauntingly beautiful song. It's very haunting. I like it though. I kind of like haunted stuff. You yeah. Can tell. Yeah. Well, tis the season, my friend. You guys are like perfect uh, timing right here. For, yeah. I wish we show. had a Halloween show. We, I mean, we could pull out because we bring the lights and the smoke and, yeah. the, and the gangster outfits. Well, yeah. I mean, you could do a whole dead gangster thing. You know, we could play Halloween. Put up skeletons like, on the stage. He's talking about covers. You could do a whole, you know, misfits like thing. misfits. Yeah, thing. No, yeah, I love that. Man, that'd be fun. Next year. Oh, well, yeah, we have plans for a misfit song next Halloween. Oh, hey now. Maybe right. two. Oh, hey now. Because I know we're not going to all four agree on one. <laughs> on one. <laughs> yeah, there's so many. <laughs> uh, speaking of agreeing, this is why the top fives are separate. But uh, Johnny, number three, middle of the countdown, middle of the road, sir. Uh, let's go with, uh, I, don't, I don't think I can go wrong here, Guns N' Roses. Oh, come on. We're going we're gonna to pull out... Um, Something from the Usual Illusion 2 album, Estranged. The hell of a rock band, you know? Mm. Guns and Roses. Man, good stuff. Um, yeah, I, I got, I got on a kick several months back, digging through a lot of the, the old stuff, going through it again and falling in love with it all over again. It, it, but you can do that with Guns N' Roses, like those old like bands, you know, until you hear Axel try to sing today. Oh, and then it's like, oh crap. No, no. Yeah. But. Oh, it's a competition between who's worse, Axl Rose or Vince Neil. Vince Neil is yeah. ridiculous. Well, he can't even understand him. I went to see him. Look. DeSoto was awful. Yeah. The worst thing I've ever seen. Miles Kennedy with Slash. I got Yeah. That was just about enough to drown out Guns N' Roses for me. Hearing Miles Kennedy sing some of those songs, I'm and and he's so clean and perfect, which is why like it blows me away. I, I saw like um, Kansas like recently, and I was like, they still got it, list. you know? They still got it. I'm like, well, what is this? You know, this is insane, you know? Mm-hmm. But then you hear Guns N' Roses and Vince Neil, and you're like, please stop, please, yeah. let's, let's leave you it be. Just- yeah. You know, yeah, Mick I, Jagger. I, I I hear wants to try to go back at it, and I'm like, oh, I saw Alice Cooper here at the Orpheum a couple of years ago, and man, that guy put on just a ridiculously great show. I mean, he was so on, and just he didn't move around a lot. Right, he's like 85 years old, but, <laughs> but man, he he put on a show and he sang like like yeah, missed a beat. Man, just, I, I I wish I hope I have those jeans. You know, anyway, uh, let's go middle of the road for Jody. What's what's your number three, sir? It's actually funny you mentioned Kansas because Carry On My Wayward Son. Hey, now. So I actually kind of want to cover that song. <sighs> so That'd be so such great. a great song. To- I'll play it with you. I don't care. Yeah, oh, let's yeah. do it. Carry on my wayward Sir, all right. Band's called Cigarettes After Sex. <laughs> okay, and they do a cover of "Keep On Loving You." Uh, what? Yeah, it's it's cool. All right, I, I dig it at least. <laughs> Can you tell I'm the one that listens to very obscure stuff? <laughs> <laughs> 
like uh, thing kind of thing. Yeah, you know, you're, you're that guy who, who ruins the entire queue coming up. But anyway, uh, there you go. Uh, Ben's number three. We're, we're coming up the pipe here, but number two for Johnny. Number two, I'm going to have to uh, pull out one of my high school influences, Green Day. Hey, now. i uh, got to throw the old burnout song on there. My man. I'm not Day, little burnout, uh, courtesy of Johnny. Thank you, sir. Uh, number two from Jody, though, uh, almost to the top of the mountain here. Who's, who's that number two? It's a band from Little Rock called Wake. It's actually spelled with an R R W A K E. They are uh, on Relapse Records, and I met those guys years ago, uh, probably 98 or so. Nice. But I've played, I've, I've been lucky enough to share a stage with them a few times, and man, they they rock. And the song I, mean, I like. I've been listening to the most is Woodson Lateral. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, a little bit of mi- Mid-South uh, in your mouth uh, from Jody. Wait. Wake, Woodson, Lateral, uh, Jody's number two. Man, that that's good stuff out of Little Rock. Man, it's out of what? It, so explain the song though. What what what's it about? It's actually a place. Yeah, according to uh, Legend has CT it. and the uh, uh, he's the singer. He was telling me that it's it's a place in Little Rock that you know it's just a just a scary place. You don't want to go. You don't want to be there. Yeah, uh, after dark. Ooh. Kind of thing, you know. Perfect timing right now. I you know what I get up. Kind of hills have eyes going to do. Yeah. You know what I call that? Little Rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a place you don't want to Oh, man. Now, Little Rock is a nice town. I've been there I'm multiple times. It is a town. I'm You're right. Stupid. say that. It is a um, town. They have got that pizzeria place there. That's oh, that's true. That's fantastic Vino's. for shows. Vino's. Yeah. Um, man, there's some, there's some great talent that come out of Little Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Come out of it though. Anyway, Ben, these guys are still there. Yeah, number two uh, for Ben. We're going with Criminal Energy by Jimmy Eat World. Mm, I was waiting for the Jimmy (laughs) Eat World there. I thought I was going to say Smooth Criminal. Jimmy Eat World. Jimmy Eat World. Jimmy Eat World. No face, no cost for empathy. Jimmy World. Uh, I was surprised they're number number one for you, Ben. Like really, yeah. or, or maybe they are. I don't know. <laughs> we'll get to that. Like, uh, 
I'm I'm biased. I got to play with them a couple of times and meet them, hang out with them, and especially in the like the late '90s and early 2000s. So yeah, um, I've just I've always been drawn to their stuff, and they're the ones that got me into um, kind of the style of music. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and just yeah, I could write a book about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's one of those things where hey, don't don't leave it off the table, man. Uh let's go to number ones because I'm really interested to see where this goes. Starting with Johnny. Ugh. Numero uno, my friend. Man, number ones are so hard. I know. Can we start this list over? <laughs> Scratch the whole thing. Uh, man, okay, so I'm gonna go back to my high school days again and pull out candle box. Oh my man. Oh, the candle box card yeah. down. Um but God, any, anything, <laughs> anything off of that, that, that first album, uh, I say first album. I don't even know if that I, was, I don't know if that was our first either, but, but you know, far behind. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Arrow far behind or arrow, 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 arrow. I don't think you can go wrong with anything on that album. Yeah. Love, I love that album. Uh, that was a weird time where there were a lot of albums where you just didn't skip. Even, shout, even Third Eye Blind, you know, had like, f- I think, four in a row on that album. Fuel, Fuel Sunburn. Fuel, album. same way. Yeah. Um, a Perfect Circle. Was that like, like that? Um, I'm trying to think, man. There were a lot of albums. That well, back did. back blue, then, blue back, record from Weezer. Yeah, yes, back, right. back then everything had to be great. Yeah, you you bought an album, you expected to have a good album, and I think mm-hmm. uh, it it affected your next album too. Because if I found myself skipping a lot in that first album, I wasn't going to get burned on the second. I'll wait right. for the greatest hits kind of thing, right. you know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you saw it album after album get released there, just. Banger after banger. Well, Candlebox was Candlebox was uh, cool for me because Candlebox is one of those bands where I just happened upon them mm. so many times. I've I've seen them like four times. Yeah, live. Wow. And every time I saw them, it was just happenstance. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, every awesome. single time. Yeah. I, I mean, like literally, we were in Florida one year and we heard them announce on the radio <laughs> they're going to be they're, here. they're playing at this club tonight. We're like. Dude, well, let's, let's drop go. the kids off with the parents. We're gone. Let's and, and we did. We went. I thought we you were saying drop the kids off at the pool. That's exactly what I was about to say. We drop the kids off at the pool. Well, we'll I mean, they were they were five and Which six years code. old. They were they're code. totally code. capable code. of handling themselves. You know. <laughs> I, I was with you too. <laughs> I got it, but no, I feel that because I, I was the same way with like Silverchair. You know, yeah, uh, man, Silverchair. It was a great album, Neon Ballroom, uh, wasn't it? Or something like that. Yeah, just great stuff. Anyway, uh, Jody, going over to your number one, sir. I'm, I'm excited about the pinnacle of your mountain, the sword, Charles mm. Black
son was a baby, if he'd be in the car crying, yeah, I'd turn on the sword and he'd immediately stop crying. Oh, beautiful! And so Weird. we listened to we listened to the sword all the way to daycare, <laughs> and it was it got so good that I had to make a CD back then because we didn't have this was. You know, 13, 14 years ago. CDs were these things that were yeah. like shiny on one side. So and, my yeah. car, I didn't have, uh, you know, some, anything in my car but a CD player. So at that time, so uh, uh, I had to make one for my wife so she could use it when she was carrying carried him to daycare yeah, uh, or carrying him around at all. And she didn't believe me at work at first. And then she put it in. She's like, this is fantastic sorcery immediately (laughs) you know it puts him it calms him right down yeah and so he still has great taste in music today beautiful you're raising him right i've taken him brayden brayden had kind of a similar story to that um he was he was about three but if he ever threw a fit one of the it was actually it ended up being one of the first songs he ever learned how to play air drums to. Uh, yeah, he, my son started playing drums when he was three, <clears throat> playing a full wow. kit. Yeah, at three years, I'm old. doing something wrong with my kids, but well, air drums <laughs> became his thing at three years old. Yeah, uh, Evanescence, My Immortal. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know when yeah. the drums come in at the end. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if he was in a bad mood driving in the car or something, we throw that Let's song that on. on, and the smile. Dude, his face lit up because he knew it was coming. Yeah, and he was gonna be air. Man, that's air beautiful those stuff. Drums. Yeah, my son still has. I mean, I took, his first concert I took him to was Smashing Pumpkins. Oh wow, nice! Huge Smashing Pumpkins fan. Yeah, uh, he's a Ramones fan. He, I mean, he, he always would be like when he was little. He's like, play somebody, put something in my drink. <laughs> I love that song. My kids' uh, go-to was Rose Tattoo from Dropkick Murphys. Oh yeah, that's yeah, great. They're, they're like, yeah, play Rose Tattoo every day. Just he likes Dropkick Murphys. Man, you know? a, a top five list is just kind of it's, it's tough, man. It's tough. It's kind of pointless, right? I mean, <laughs> well, it's always changing. Right. But hey, but like my imaginary son, I taught him how to play air drums, just like <laughs> just, just like, like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful memories. <laughs> Beautiful memories. Beautiful memories. <laughs> your, your, your son's stepdad, the son you don't know about, I'm sure, has plenty yeah. of stepdads. I have a lot of imaginary family members. Uh, number one, <laughs> top of the mountain for Ben. Who's at the top? Oh, man. All right. So I'm going really back in time. Nice. And just because I've been listening to the song a lot because I just love the words okay. and for this time period it was just kind of like wow this is this totally could be a fear of the sparrow song if i wrote it all right roger miller mm. what are those things with big black wings oh nice what are those things with big black wings circling descending from up overhead lie to me tell me that they're only robins tell me that such thing as a seagull I mean uh, a seahawk seahawk yeah did you know birds aren't real <laughs> we're getting into the conspiracies now oh yeah oh we had fun with that one and they're oh. firing photons at us <laughs> from from the space stations God, when that came out man we were we had so much fun on social media with that one 
<laughs> that was great. Birds aren't real. That they're just uh, satellite or uh, listening devices, right? Yeah, we just put. We totally dis- fear the sparrow. Totally disagrees with this. <laughs> That's what we were afraid of. We have distanced ourselves from this uh, ideology. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Uh, they are fear the sparrow. There's your top five list from from the gentle people. Uh, but let me tell you something, man. Their 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 music is is quite. Uh, we'll just say moving. Uh, when it comes down to it, uh, you will feel something when you listen to them, and I highly recommend that you do that. Well, there's a lot more listening coming out soon, right? Uh, we we're off mic talking about there's a lot coming up in the next year. Yeah. Because uh, as we wrap up 2021, you guys are the Halloween show, I guess, if you will, for for us. So you did do a Halloween <laughs> show. Well, it's yeah. been pretty scary. A little early. <laughs> a little early. Um, <laughs> But we're, we're here. We're, we're, we're looking ahead at 2022. Uh, what's in the pipeline? That. So right now we're going to take the rest of the year off uh, from playing. We're, we're back in writing new material. We're going to learn and kind of do our own version of several different cover songs. Interesting. Yeah. So this is going to be fun. It's a new what, challenge. When you're talking covers, because that's a whole bag of emotions right there because you could get like our top fives here and, and really get very personal with your top five and covers and then you risk ruining that song for yourself or others i mean yeah. what what what's in the mindset for covers uh well that's the scary thing i mean there's a fine line between like going too far with it and ruining the integrity of the song yeah you know yeah um because there's been lots of cover songs that I've heard, and I was like, whoa, you shouldn't have gone there. Right. <laughs> you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you- I don't know. I, I, I guess my approach to it is is like, you know, if we can enjoy it, mm-hmm. hopefully somebody else will enjoy it the same way I like we that. did. I like you know, that. I mean, you want to put your spin on it. Mm hmm. Keep the integrity of it. Yeah. And then maybe do something like, well, if I wrote this song, I'd probably do this instead Mm. of that. Okay. Or maybe change, change, like instead of uh, rocking it out here, let's go halftime. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I Listen, I'm excited. I, I can't wait. Uh, of course, we will stay up to date. You can find all their information in the description. They are Fear the Sparrow. Uh, guys, thanks for coming in, and uh, best Thank of luck. Thank you so much for having us. Stay in touch. Uh, I can't wait to see what comes out next from you guys, especially if you put out another movie. That Those are fun. Like I, uh, well, like I said, 2022. Oh, hey, all right. <laughs> like everything is on the table. All right. People are going to get. Red carpet premiere, baby. Hey, now. People We're might taking get. taking this joker to Hollywood. Hey, now. Ha, that's a song. You'll see our name around a lot in 2022. I'm excited. They are Fearless Barrow. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks. The Memphis Reverb Podcast, hosted by Brody Scott, recorded, produced, and edited by Brody Scott. Like and follow us on your favorite social media at Memphis Reverb. If you'd like to be featured on the show, just email us at memphisreverb at gmail.com. Find more episodes by searching Memphis Reverb. This is a Brody Scott production. Daddy, daddy. <laughs>